0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
1: Reminding you why we all
0: love living in coastal Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk
1: 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. Man, I'd have to tell you, I enjoy visiting with Louis Scremetta. What the Scremetta family means to coastal Mississippi generationally is so important. Um, the first time that he and I visited on the show together, you can actually look it up by just doing a search on Facebook or YouTube uh, to the Ricky Matthews Show, Louis Scremetta. And, uh, and you'll, you'll hear the story of his family coming over from Croatia like my wife's uh, uh, grandparents did as well. And that connection to that that Croatian community on the point in Biloxi and then the uh, advent of their excursion business and the Isle of Caprice at the time, and of course as, as he mo- pointed out, no, no longer there, but their contributions to tourism and uh, environmental and, and conservation awareness in Costa Mississippi cannot be overstated. Anyway, it's wonderful to catch up with him. Look him up. If you want to do one of those moonlight cruises or dolphin cruises or go to the ship island, you ought to you gotta look him up. So now let's move over to my friend Hunter Dawkins from the Gazebo Gazette, who's also a contributor for Super Talk Mississippi Media, and um, and you know just a, he's a, he's an innovative jack of all trades. How you doing, my friend?
0: Good morning, Ricky. Everything's doing well, and uh, good to talk to you today.
1: Listen, I'm I, first of all I should say thank you, thank you for spending time with me today because this is a busy time when of you course. own your own newspaper, man. Yes, there is no rest for the weary, but at this time, there's really no rest for the weary. But you got a lot going on, and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Hey, listen, there's a lot to talk about, but I want to start with your column. Um, you wrote a column about the SEC, and uh, I'll let you kind of sh- kind of frame it up. But um, we'll we'll chat about it once you kind of frame frame the column.
0: Sure. Well, you know the the whole idea of as you know last week SEC had a meeting with the presidents, the athletic directors, and the coaches where they determined about how it's going to look with the addition of Texas and Oklahoma next year. And, you know, not only the SEC, but really where college football is going, it's as if they're turning these conferences into mega conferences, which is turning that into monopoly. And, um uh, that level, uh, not only in college football, but you know, even to your point, like yesterday I noticed when you made a comment on Facebook about the PGA Tour and other inst- institutions with professional sports, where has sports become just a competition versus tr- financial transactions? Why is it? Everything's turning into financial transactions, especially college football, which is supposed to be the amateur sport of all time.
1: Yeah, and then you and then you think about the whole NIL name, image, and likeness uh, sure. effort, which I think they had to do. Listen, what, what I saw when I was president of, of Alabama Media Group, and mm-hmm. certainly saw this when I was part of NOLA Media Group as well. But when I was with Alabama. Media group. We covered Auburn and Alabama, and sure. within the the guys of SEC, I mean Alabama is the boss hog in, in that oh, group. We, everyone knows that. We published uh, two or three different books when I was when I was there, uh, and uh, man, big time. So we had regular communication with the SEC because we had uh, you know a, a significant team of reporters that were engaged around Alabama and Auburn and SEC. Uh, significant uh, uh, investments and resources. But what we saw was the SEC had become this multi-billion dollar business. (laughs) Think about that for a second. And not sharing any money with the players, I might add. But what we saw that. And then we saw... A change in the way they started dealing with media, you know, making it difficult to get have access, making it difficult to get mm-hmm. certain clearances, not making you – know, in the old days, we'd have tremendous availability – trying to control that as well, launching their own sort of media capabilities and whatever, doing their own kind of contracts with other media. And the more uh, business they became, which again, multi-billion dollar innovative business they are, um, it made it really, really difficult, more difficult for, for media to have the kind of access that they needed to have. And in some cases, they didn't really want us to have the access because they wanted to hoard that access for themselves. Or in some cases, they didn't want us to cover it because they, they wanted to control the message. But at think that's what happens when you become a multi-billion dollar business
0: but let me let me share you a story with you ricky uh that i have from nick saban back when i was coaching football um number of years ago uh, i went to the coaching clinics that we uh, our high schools that i coached at you know asked us to go to and uh, in alabama lsu because a lot of colleges host these coaching clinics for high school guys and I was in a uh, an Alabama clinic one one year, and Nick Saban, you know, who obviously is the greatest football coach in college football history, I mean, granted, eras, you know, decide, you know, historical p- pushes, but from the, the statistical standpoint, Nick Saban is the greatest coach in, in college football history, but... You know, when I went to uh, to hear him talk, he kept talking to us as high school coaches about how you know football has become a game where the talent far outweighs the actual competition. And what I mean, he said, what I mean by that is, you guys send us players that they aren't coached yet; they aren't coached how to play football. They're not coached how to do techniques. You just coach them off your individual talent. Well, the same thing is relation to financial transaction. These kids are brought up, you know, behind their parents or uh, teachers or, you know, coaches that, oh, yeah, you've got all this talent, and that means you ought to be able to ask for this type of money, this, that, and the other. How can you handle it? Do you know how to handle that, right? Just because you have talent doesn't necessarily mean you know how to handle the situation, and from what Coach Sabin was telling, you know, pretty much telling us, the ability to get kids to be able to play in a team sport is obviously one of the most important things. And that's why, you know, Sabin and Belichick have these conversations you see all the time. They're talking in pro days. Well, can this kid play? Well, he's not really ready yet. Things as such, because. That's they of course have good faith in each other. They've they've coached together before in the past, but those examples are certainly ideal with with what you know trying to to make in a team sport. We you know it's it's not all about money, and that's that's what uh, college football should be. It should be about tradition, about legacy, about you know football, about. Teams, it's and it's turning into financial transaction.
1: It is. It's incredible. I mean, you got to. You know, we're we're talking about football, but you have a gymnast at LSU now making a million dollars a year. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's just incredible. And um, but you know what? Here's how I feel about this. Power to her. Power to any player who can leverage that situation to get as much money as he possibly can get. I mean, why not? And there's no reason for them not
0: to be – if they have been coached and have been told how to handle these financial transactions, absolutely, 100%. You know, your talent really is going to go with you as far as you let it. But uh, it's just the the tradition and the turning away from, you know –
1: I agree. Money is –
0: I mean, look at the NFL last last week. The NFL – you know, he's got this big uh, lawsuit or this big suspension possibility of the Colts defensive back for sports betting. I mean, did he bet on the Colts to win this game? Did he bet? Did he play a certain way? Why has it become financial transaction? It's not just sports betting. I mean, it's yeah. it's the whole industry.
1: It is, man. It's a. It's a, we're in a we're in a unique spot. You mentioned the PGA and i'm 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 completely upset about it, as I know
0: you are too, as well, and that's I, I'm uh, sick about it. I'm sick about it because and, and <laughs> some of your good friends, Michael Sunderman, will tell you golf is a game of history, and it's a game of Bobby Jones' a game of Grand Slam. that's what I grew up on, and yet now it's turning into simply a who's got more money who's gonna buy. <laughs>
1: My, my son Jordan had a really, really good idea. He has good instincts when it comes to this, and he's a lawyer, and he said if I were their agent, I would uh, let's see you, you take the stars like Justin Thomas and McElroy and Rahm, and you know you can uh, there's so many in that particular uh, group of play uh, players I mean and and they should just they should just walk away and. There, they, yeah and they could get with with uh, Tiger Woods who said no to an 800 you know it's reported 800 million dollar contract these guys were offered tons of money they sure. said no cuz they were principled they they put ethics and, and morality ahead. They yep. they put the history of the PGA ahead, and now the PGA just turns around and walks away from them. And it may be because and we don't know all the you know. There's still so much we don't know. I'm I'm a former you know, CEO, so I understand antitrust. I taught business law at one point, to so understand that 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 Live-Goff probably had a significant. Um, uh, uh, case antitrust case against the PGA, and it may be that they were simply, you know, saying, let's before we ha- have to disclose all this stuff through discovery and have a real mess, let's do what probably is inevitable and go ahead and get it done. But the way they did it, and the way they walked away from their players that said no, it, I would be so upset. I'll tell you more about what I think what my son Jordan thought we should do at the other side. We're ha- having a visit with my friend Hunter Dawkins from the Gazebo Gazette, and we'll be back after this. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast one hundred three point one on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say "Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast." This is the Ricky Matthews Show
0: on Super Talk Gulf Coast one hundred three point one.
1: Welcome back to Coast G. Our Ricky Matthews Show. I don't know why I said Coast G. I said it twice in this. I haven't done it much at all. This. Several weeks, but, you know, twice today. Anyway, Hunter Dawkins from the Gazebo Gazette is joining us, and we went to break. I mentioned my son Jordan had this idea that Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and Rom and McElroy and this group of elite players should just break away and said, we're not going to play in the PGA for the foreseeable future. We're going to do a TV deal, and we're going to do primetime, mic'd up, fun uh, uh, competitions between us, teams, and listen, man, they'd be heroes to the sports community, and they'd make a ton of money. They don't need the money anyway. No. Okay? So be principled and stand by what you believe. And, you know, there's some people say, oh, this is inevitable and we ought to do this. But see, man, you know, when you got – I can't think – I mean, the reality is you had this hit squad that took an American journalist and killed him. And then cut him up in pieces, and everybody knows it. And you know what, buddy? This is hard to get your head around. You know, I don't know if you remember, Ricky, but a couple
0: months ago, well, yeah, a couple months ago, I wrote the editorial about Greg Norman and his control of this. Although, in a way, it's almost backfiring on Norman because Norman didn't apparently He wasn't know,
1: involved in, the, in this whole they're deal. they're trying to
0: cut him out. From what yeah. I'm thinking, and that's what I'm trying to, what I tried to say is that, you know, these players that are following Norman, just because they, you know, are appreciative of his making money and all this, this is going to eventually hurt him in the long run.
1: And now uh, you have a, a Saudi Arabian who is the chairman of the board.
0: Yep. That's, that's unfortunate. Whether, whether he was eventually, you know, I know Jay Monahan put it out there, nine eleven, but. And I, I, from a certain standpoint, you have to say, well, even if he wasn't involved with that, they' you know, the the nine eleven attackers were certainly Saudi Arabians, so there had to be some family line connection with that. You,
1: you saw, you saw the social media post where someone said they were they were trying to figure out how they were going to split the holes up, and so they said yep. the former PGA is going to have holes one through eight, <laughs> and then they'll also have holes twelve through eighteen. And they'll give uh, the live golf guys holes 9 through 11. So, I mean, there's so much. I mean, listen, I, I've, read, I've read a lot about this, and there are very few unhappy people i yep. excuse me. There are very few happy people with the way this yep. went down. I'm a big PGA believer. I believe in morality, and in this case, they put money over morality, and that's just the way I feel. If you look at my yep. post, there may be one or two people that have, that think this is a good idea, but the majority yep. are just sick at their stomachs. Yep, sick yep. at their stomachs.
0: And this um, is, you know, this is a victory from Norman's platform but Norman's not going to be able to even receive the, the merit and that's you know that's fallen in, in the uh, in line with the people that you know your your enemy of your enemy is your enemy so i mean it's wow. uh, right
1: right Un- unbelievable hey listen uh, how things going uh, in your sphere of influence your news at, at world these days
0: going well you know but, but of course as you know Ricky right now in the sporting world, at least. And down here, everything's kind of going budgetary, putting roads together. You know, uh, as I reported earlier, the, the Harrison County Supervisors approved the, uh, uh, the APRs there, or the LPRs, the license, uh, the, the readers, which apparently is a new thing when it's not new from the having a license reader, but for having mobile, you know, on your telephones for law enforcement and such. But uh, back to the sporting world, USM—that's that's that's the big deal. USM baseball uh, is—it
1: is. We're this is running on Tuesday. We're recording this on last Thursday, so uh, we can't report how that all played out. But the fact that they got into super regional—I had Dr. Joe Paul on my show last Friday morning. Uh, what a what an incredible what an incredible accomplishment for them Dr. to get Joe's go to the this man. Life.
0: He's he's everybody's buying him. I'm so
1: he's... I'm so proud. Of, I'm so proud of him. Hey, listen. Um, I got to see your father recently, Doctor Craig Dawkins, a urologist. Someone I've had the opportunity to to travel with and fish with in Costa Rica, and we just I, I fell in love with your dad. We have a lot of interesting a lot of interest in common. We both read a lot and. He just he's a super dude, but when we were visiting recently, <clears throat> he could not say enough about you he He was so proud of you, and listen, the first time that you and I visited, we told the story of your accident and the way you had to fight your way back. In a future show, I want to come back. I want to circle back to that because the show has got more viewers now. Our connection is is tighter than it was back then. But the, but your work to to bring yourself back from this incredibly violent and tragic accident is a inspiration to people, buddy. And, and they need to Thank know you. more about that story. And uh, we need to tell that story again for for listeners who didn't hear that story before. And um, because that makes you it makes you a better person, it makes you a better publisher, and it makes you able to do things like evaluate Mississippi's approach to healthcare, for example, in a different way. I mean you just but we don't have time to get into it today, but I really appreciate you and I look forward to telling that story again.
0: Thank you, my friend, and hopefully everything goes well. Well, I look forward to talking to you soon.
1: You bet, man. This has been Hunter Dawkins from the Gazebo Gazette. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. Supertalk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Supertalk MS Coast
0: 103.1 A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.